Hey guys, in this episode of Black and Behind the Scenes, I'm giving you an update on Tamara Hall's new syndicated talk show, Rihanna's new documentary, and John Lewis's new picture. And in Spotlight, we have no one this week, and I'm sorry for that, you guys. But in spoiler alert, we are reviewing Santa, I Need a Date, featuring Ray J and Reagan Gomez, directed by Terry Vaughn, and um, Astronomy Club on Netflix, a new black comedy sketch show. And we're also going to be reviewing some of our favorites of 2019. Um, so stay tuned. Black and Behind the Scenes is up next. Hey guys, and welcome back to Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. Hey Brittany, what's going on, girl? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. Uh, yeah, uh, just get ready for Christmas mm-hmm. and preparing to travel home. Are you traveling anywhere for Christmas? No, I'm not traveling, but eventually I want to get to a point where... I can go and be on an island somewhere, Hawaii, Jamaica, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. be somewhere really warm for the holidays. Yeah, with your um, entire family? Mm, no, just me and the hubby. Um, on the beach, secluded, you know, just having us time. That that'll be perfect. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you for that. Like, mm. that would be ideal because the holidays are like really stressful, anyways. Mm-hmm. And to be taking this time to relax. And start the new year rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I personally want to try to spend going into the new year somewhere else. Yeah, either or. I can do either or. Yep, I agree. That would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, really expensive. Yeah, of course. Because I, mean, I tried to do that. Uh, I'm going to Thailand in a month, and I tried amazing. to do schedule it where um, we were traveling and we would be there. You know, for New Year's Eve. But nice. Did it didn't work out that way? No. No, it's dumb, stupid, expensive mm, during that time. It's unfortunate. I mean, yeah. it should be affordable for people to be able to travel like that because it's it's an experience to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think at least because yeah, I feel that like either it's going to be Christmas or New Year's, like bringing mm-hmm. it in somewhere different all the time. So yeah, I definitely like that. Maybe next year when I get my well, not even next year. I'm talking like my guala gonna be up next year. My guap ain't gonna be up next year. Because <laughs> I'm trying to pay off debt. But yeah, one day in that. the future, I'm mm-hmm. manifesting Absolutely. It. Um, Bring that energy. Yes. So mm-hmm. are you interested in or setting your DVR to watch Good Times Live today? Mm, that's a negative. Mm, no, ma'am. I will not be doing that. How about you? I, I, I am going to watch it. Not because I think it's going to be good, but because I um, am curious to see how it goes. I did turn tune in when they did the um, All in the Family and the Jeffersons mm-hmm. to watch Jamie Foxx flub right. his lines live. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch because I'm interested to see. I don't know who's the lineup for the cast. So I'm like, who's going to play as the role? Who's going to play J.J.? Yeah, I I thought I saw the cast for that or who they selected to be um, a part of the live show, but I cannot think of who who it is now. Yeah, Um, I'm just going to I'm going to tune in. Um, I'm going to tune in just to see what tomorrow's looking like yeah i mean i'll look forward i mean to what the, today is what is looking like I'm yeah sorry. i mean i'm looking forward to like the memes and stuff that's going to be online <laughs> within 24 hours of everything so i mean that's what i love um but yeah that's just me okay well i thought i, I knew you love that type of content absolutely um, don't i that you would be very much interested into it i know right Fantastic. well what's going on in the industry girl what's not going on in the industry this week um last week i didn't have much to talk about but this week everything is going down so let's jump into the industry rundown guys so i wanted to give a big shout out to tamara hall who um talk show her syndicated talk show has been picked up for a season two mm-hmm. so congratulations ma'am mm-hmm. um britney have you been able to check out her show at all no um and i, I don't watch daytime television so i don't mm-hmm, watch the real or um the view or mm-hmm. any other talk shows because i'm working right yeah i agree same yeah. here um i'm not a big daytime talk show kind of girl never have been my yeah. mother was always into that stuff she yeah. was the daycare provider and stuff so i just yeah, yeah. Hmm. it's not entertaining for me no 
it's not. It's really dull. It's so old school. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, congratulations to her. Though. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, all right. And another um, update, guys. Danny Aiello from Do the Right Thing um, actually passed away. So I wanted to send a condolence out to him. And who those, he was the owner of the Sal's Pizzeria um, oh and Do the Right Thing. <laughs> yeah, Danny, I know. Who? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did I not pronounce his name right, or you just didn't know who? I no, you probably did. I don't know. Okay, I okay. Just don't I? I never. <laughs> you know, I was trying to picture someone black, and I'm like, who oh no, 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 the South Pizzeria owner. Okay. Yeah, so I thought that was sad that he um passed away. Oh, okay. So yeah, condolences. So condolences goes out to the family, mm-hmm. and he yeah, it's a part of um our Black history. And he is, and that he played a an iconic role. Yeah, he did as Sal mm-hmm, within the yeah. Um, yeah. Sal. Why you ain't got no black people on the wall? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. I wonder if people came up to him and said that. Of course they did. Of course, black. That's how we do. Come on, Brittany. You know we did. Like, of Yo, course. Sal, how come you ain't got no black people on the wall, man? <laughs> you know that's what we did. <laughs> I want my money, Sal. <laughs> that's what we do to all of our people. <laughs> that is true. That's true. You gotta love it. Got to love it. Um. All right, guys. Next up. Uh. So the headline is Rihanna. Peter Berg doc lands a massive payday from Amazon. And this report comes from via the Hollywood reporter. So sources say that the streamer paid $25 million for an untitled film um, rights for a Rihanna documentary. According to Peter Berg, to Peter Berg's production company, the film is an unfiltered look at Rihanna's life, providing a glimpse into the evolution of the, of one of the world's well-known pop singers. With unparalleled access into the singer's life and over 1,200 hours of footage, the doc takes us on a journey during Rihanna's private moments, personality, human, uh, humor, philosophy on work, family, love, and all things that are both moving and inspirational. So I thought this was interesting to talk about because recently um, a lot of pop stars um, or singers have been getting these massive like payout deals through these streaming companies for documentaries and or Hmm. their services like Billy Billy some um white singer um Billy Ellish Ellish yeah I, e- that girl something emo girl emo girl emo girl her the teenager yes the child she just got a payout with a uh, Apple TV I believe for her documentary or something like some massive millions of dollars I'm not interested in her documentary because she's still a child what are you well, yeah what have you done with your life yeah I mean I guess it's just gonna show the evolution of her from a child to where she's at right now her 21 years of life if that <laughs> but so Coming to see, I believe Rihanna got, this is a lot more money, but I want um, to know if Rihanna's, I didn't see that if Rihanna is actually a part of this documentary. Right, that's what I want to know. Will Rihanna be a part of it or is this an E-True Hollywood story? If so, I'm not interested. Right, and so the fact that they said they have 1,200 hours of footage of her, where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. And I read, I try to read other articles to see if Rihanna's a part of it. There's no mention of Rihanna in any of this as far as being in partnership, a part of it. He actually worked with Rihanna on Battleship. He mm. was a producer there. So I, that's their correlation. So I'm like. So I'm I'm hoping me that too. she is a part of it. Same. Because if they paid a lot of money for this. Yeah. $25 million, I mean, I hope she's a part of it and she's getting a cut of this deal. Because if not, this is ridiculous. So, yeah, I wanted to bring that to people's attention also. Like, um, this documentary is coming out and will be on Amazon, but we are not sure if Rihanna's a part of this. And that's, that's insane. A, a, when you, 25, I'm just thinking about that. That's a dumb, stupid amount mm-hmm. for a documentary. Yeah, absolutely. When you think about what they get paid for albums, what they get paid for shows, mm-hmm. and then someone is also going to pay you 25 mil for a documentary on your life? I mean, technically, album sales don't really, they don't do much today. So they mostly get most of their money on tours. Right. And so something like this is more lucrative for them because music doesn't really sell today. Okay. So. Interesting. Yeah, right. we'll see. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully something for the best. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Next up, Magnolia Pictures um, buys John Lewis Good Trouble 
This report comes from um, the Holly, I mean, a variety. The film was executive produced and financed by CNN Films, AGC Studios, and Time Studios. Magnolia is planned to release a film in the spring of 2020. Mr. Lewis is expected to play a key role in promoting the picture, which chronicles his social activism, legislative active as a Democrat representative from Georgia on civil rights, voting, gun control, health care, reform, and immigration. Don Porter, who is best known for Gideon's Army, is set to direct, she's a black woman, um, the film, and is also being produced with Laura McShickadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkadoshkad
Orlando Jones said that he was fired because <coughs> um, his character, Mr. Nancy, he was told that his character, Mr. Nancy, is a wrong message for black America. Now, this is a headline from Variety. Brittany, are you aware of what situation's going down with this? No? No. Well, okay, so I don't watch the show. It's Gods in America. American Gods. American Gods is on... It's... Stars? Showtime. Yeah, Stars. Stars. It's on Stars. I don't watch it, um, but I did. I was interested in... um, in reading more about it because when you say oh this is not a good for fit for black america i'm like well who told you that right who told you that how do you know that right and so what i've read was and actually saw a clip of him explaining it he originally i guess that character mm-hmm. you watch the show no i do not so i've been trying to research and figure out what the hell's been going on yeah so apparently that character is um an african god mm-hmm. yeah or something mm-hmm. like yeah. that mr right? nancy yes mm-hmm. so he's an african guy and apparently orlando jones when he was brought on to play that role he didn't like the direction that character was taking or the portrayal oh. of black people in the show okay and so what he did was took it upon himself to write um something different okay. for that character mm-hmm. and so he started writing for himself and that character started, um, I guess he's very angry. Mm-hmm. And he talks about all this stuff about, like, you know, how America has treated black people, mm-hmm. um, about, like, getting shit done. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's this character is very much like, fuck all that. Yeah. Cutthroat kind of. Yeah. 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 That's, and so I saw a clip of the, the show itself in one of his monologues that he did within the, this film. Uh-huh. And I can see where they say, oh, he is very um, strong and very yes. direct. Yes. Absolutely. But that is what black people go through in America. He's just being honest. Yeah. So um, I think it, what was I think the reason why he thinks he was fired originally was because because he was writing for the show or writing that part, I don't think the production company wanted to pay him for writing mm, and man. pay him for acting. Mm. And so they fired him. And then when he got fired, he heard that the showrunner was talking all this smack about how um, that particular character wasn't good for Black, black America. America. Right. So that's what I got also. Um, and... It's interesting because he was fired in September, but he just recently came out in December and, and mentioned or talked about this. Well, because you know why, though, right? Well, well, this is what I've assumed. Well, this is what um, information that I got is that he was waiting for the company to come out and let everyone know that he was not returning for season three. But apparently their clips have been going viral and the show has been getting a lot of buzz and they have not, they did not come out and say that he was, um, the Mr. Nancy character was not going to be a part of season three because everyone, they wanted people to get, um, the viewership for season three. Well, um, I was told because the, the company that produced the production company that produces this show mm-hmm. also produces America's Got Talent. Right. Yeah. So I think when Gabrielle Union came up and spoke oh. about her treatment with this production company they try to sleep that shit on the rug he was like you know this company has a problem with black people speaking up for themselves when they become uh, when they speak up for themselves for them for and for other people then they become problematic and they get fired got it so that is another issue Mm, okay because i knew gabrielle union reached out to him on kind of like tweeted him or yes, something because they show is the up. same production company um yeah and i knew that but i didn't know um the nuances with that um information that's interesting um but this ties back to kind of what we were talking about before on the show or kind of like what we just always talk about is that um you know ownership being able to write our own stories being able to tell our own stories and having control over that is still under the guidance and helm of people outside of our race and outside of our culture who just really don't understand um what it is to be black in america at all right because how are you gonna tell us it's not a good representation it's not good for black people right so like how how is that possible how, and could you imagine Orlando going in there and looking at a white character and say, oh, this is not good for white America. <laughs> that would never happen. You know, like, can you like it's, it's laughable because it that's not going to happen. Wow. But, you know, 
blessed be we'll keep follow- <laughs> we'll keep following this story to see what what's going to transpire next um hopefully orlando and gabriel union get their justice and what they deserve out mm-hmm. of this whole messy situation because mm-hmm. this is ridiculous and speaking of ridiculous bullshit um let's just jump right into um the reason why i told you fuck the awards okay the last time <laughs> we had this show yes mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna fuck her last name up so melina Masukas. Masukas. All right. So Melina Masukas recently came out to Variety and she stated that, um, one second, guys, claims that the Golden Globe voters refused to watch her film. Mm-hmm. Now, this exclusive come from, comes from Variety and she stated that she did not bother to set her alarm for the Golden Globe announcement on Monday when she woke up on December 9th to the news that her movie, Queen of Slim, um, had not received a single nomination, she was not surprised. She had already been warned by her team that the members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, comprised of 90 international journalists who vote on the Golden Globes, had skipped multiple screenings of Queen and Slim that had been set for them. Right? We held screenings for the HFPA, and almost no members attended, Manukas told Variety. Masukas. sorry. <laughs> Masukas told Variety. For me, it reflects, um, it's reflective of their voting body. It's not reflective of the society in which we live in or the industry as it stands today. This does not value the stories that represent all of us, and those stories are often disregarded and discredited as their, um, as their filmmakers. She also stated that she is extremely discouraged and extremely infuriated and it does not represent in um, a system in which people do not value us. So their response or the response of the representatives, a microaggression that we're about to get to, they claim that members, um, that all voters have been sent screenings and could have seen the film at home, basically. So they didn't have to necessarily go out to the screenings that her team set up for them to go watch Queen and Slim because they could watch it at home within the comfort of their own homes, etc. Now, 90 people, though? No, 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 no. I, I do think that that, I think that is um, an accurate statement that they do send those movies out to the Correct. screeners. They that, do. That they, they do. But if they specifically set up viewings for 90 people to go see the No, the film, I don't think they set up viewings for the people to come see. They just Well, no, they said it. Yeah, the view- I know, but you invite them to those viewings, right? So you invite me to somewhere doesn't mean I have to come. Like I like I said they they watched supposedly. I'm not saying I'm not saying what they're saying is not false, but I'm saying it's not like they said, "Oh, I'm going to set up the screening exclusively for the Golden Globe member voters. That's not what happened. They set up screenings for everyone and mm. then they invite those people to those screenings. But out of those 90, no one showed up to view it? She didn't say no one. She just said almost no. So we don't know what number showed up. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to defend them at all. Mm-hmm. It, I'm saying that is an accurate statement that they send screenings. Right to their members well i just thought but i think in what <laughs> melina is saying and what we talked about last week was mm-hmm. the problem with the award shows is that the people who are voting mm-hmm. are not reflective of a diverse group of people minorities and women mm-hmm. so that is the problem okay all right um yeah i mean and i don't i i hate that you know she feels discouraged but she shouldn't i mean they created a beautiful piece of art and mm-hmm. um it's been well received critically and she should be proud of what she she's done i mean i mean she i'm sure she is but at the same time like they were so staunchly set on making this for the people yeah you know i know you i know as artists we want our work to be viewed and mm-hmm. um to be re- get the accolades right as our counterparts but like yeah we've been knowing since 21 jump street that these awards are bull yeah pretty much i just thought that was just pretty freaking interesting that that came out um we had just discussed Mm -hmm. the the award situation award season and everything i was like well look at that yep isn't that fantastic 
See how they do us? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All the time. Um. All right, guys. That is it for the industry rundown. OMG. I just realized that I <laughs> totally skipped in my mind a spotlight. Oh, no worries. It's fine. Okay. That's okay, girl. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, so, again, you guys, sorry for not having a spotlight this week. It completely skipped my mind. Like, and it just dawned on me as I was talking in this microphone that I did not prepare my segment for that, uh, prepare my notes for that particular segment. Um, it's the end of the year and a lot's going on. So that is a okay, honey. Trust and believe me. It is fine. Sorry. (laughs) So with that being said, let's move right on into spoiler alert. today you guys i think we got a couple of things on the docket as i've already told you guys i'm going to review an original new black holiday film every week Mm -hmm. and um this week this is our last week before the holiday break that it is i um saw santa i need a date a tv one original directed by terry vaughn who um directed four Christmas movies this year, including the one I reviewed earlier this month, Southern Bells, that premiered on BET. Um, this movie stars Reagan Gomez. I feel like some, you know, it's just Reagan Gomez. It stars Reagan Gomez, Ray J, Anne-Marie Johnson, um, Instagram comedian B. Simone also made an appearance, and Regine Carter made an appearance in this movie. Um so the movie is about two siblings who feel the pressure from their parents to find love before Christmas to bring home dates for the Christmas holiday. Um, so they make a bet to see who will fall in love first. And um, because of that, then the dating hijinks ensue. And at the end of the movie, they find love um, with people who were already in their lives. Um I thought out of all of the Christmas movies that I saw this month, Mm -hmm. um, original new black movies, this was the funniest. Oh, cool. Nice. um, I thought it was cute. And it was the one that I felt like had the most put together flow and storyline and plot. Like it flowed from the beginning to the end and I was engaged and I laughed out loud at some of the parts. Um, like I said, Ray J is in it, which I don't think Ray J is a bad actor. No, he's not he's, actually. Yeah, he's pretty he's entertaining. A, he was pretty funny and decent, mm-hmm. and I think the whole cast is what made it um a, a good movie. It sounds like a very interesting bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, no, I would suggest that you guys. Um, again, this was on TV one. I watched, so you had to catch it when they air it again, huh? Well, no. Well, yeah, you can do that. Or if you are, uh, if you have TV one, mm-hmm. then just download the app or maybe even on demand. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very yeah, cool. so watch it. I thought it was cute. I really liked it. Yeah. Nice. So that's good. So that's Santa, I Need a Date on TV one. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And so next up, um, the next thing that I viewed was the Astronomy Club on netflix Mm -hmm. and the astronomy club is an all-black comedy sketch show um it's a group of like eight comedians um they were originally originally um the first all-black group that came from the upright citizens brigade and the upright citizens brigade is an improv theater in new york city um so it's a group of comedians i think they've all have written for TV before for various shows. Like I, I feel like a couple of them are writers for Blackish, because um, Kenya Barish mm-hmm. is um, EP. Yes, for yeah. the Astronomy Club. Um, <laughs> did you see Astronomy Club? Any of the skits? Hmm. It's like eight episodes. They're only like twenty minutes each, y'all. Did you watch any? Mm, yeah, I watched it. I watched. 
and cr- insert crickets. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to do that. Wow, crickets. it's going to be great. It has to be crickets. This one deserves the crickets. Wow. <laughs> so you didn't like it? No, no, it did not hold my attention. Huh. I thought it was corny. Huh. Um, it's just really. Che- it's just not my type of comedy. It's just not. I don't think you're a fan of black sketch anyway. I am actually. I. Uh, are I? you a fan of sketch? I don't think you are. I am because I like the Dave Chappelle show. I love the fucking Dave Chappelle show, so I am a fan of sketch. Okay, name a fan that you, name another sketch that you are fan of. What we don't have any sketches. I not, mean, not even just black, just any sketch. Any sketch? I don't know exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. So I don't. <laughs> You don't like sketch. That's you, not true. I like the Dave Chappelle show. And that was good. And I and, and I, I didn't. that's different. You liked a TV show, but you don't like sketch comedies. Like you're not at home viewing SNL. Yes, I am. You do. Yes, I like SNL. Actually, I do like SNL. See, there you go. Oh. There you go. I got your sketch right there. I I find SNL extremely hilarious. Okay. Because I know these people, and they're kind of like my age, so I get the the jokes and all that stuff. Like I just no before now no. I really wasn't into it. So you felt like the astronomy club was unrelatable? Yeah. It just was, yeah. And I I would agree with you on that. I think it appealed to a different type of black person, maybe a black nerd. Like, it was definitely nerdy. Mm-hmm. So, um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's all I can say is that it was more nerdy and so and smart. I don't think that there were necessarily like a lot of laugh out loud moments. Um, But I did think that it was smart comedy. Mm -hmm. Some of the jokes were funny Mm -hmm. and that it was like, oh, it almost felt like um, white people humor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah, but I thought I thought it was overall. I thought it was a good a good show um some of my favorite skits and you don't watch all of it so you don't even know i and i i encourage you i challenge you to watch some of these skits so they have one about you're talking to our listeners right because i'm not gonna do that you (laughs) i'm talking to you too (laughs) i can't torture myself go ahead Um, so some of my favorite sketches were the black black don't crack Okay, and then there was a sketch about the magical Negro rehab group. But okay. wait, didn't King Peel do that? The magical Negro. Yeah, it had characters from magic. Uh, from um, not they didn't actually do characters from the actual movie sets. Like thanks, I know they did that. But King Peel did a magical Negro. Okay, and and I saw a joke that was similar, like the Mary Poppins joint. Um, that was something that I saw off of the internet. That was something that, um, what's old boy's name? Um, Todrick Hall. He did like a sketch of a a black Mary Poppins and she was like popping pills or something and popping. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of like, I I kind of felt that they kind of, I don't know. Mm -mm. uh, No, 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 no. Just watch it. Y'all watch it. I think if you are a fan of. No, I was gonna say if you like the black lady, a black lady sketch show, you then you would like this, and that may not be true. I think if you open your mind, see, you have to open your mind to watch this show. You're not gonna like it, okay, y'all. I don't think you're gonna like watch it. The if show. you didn't like a black lady sketch comedy show, you're not going. You're definitely not gonna like this. I would agree with that, but I encourage you to. <laughs> I don't. To I'm watch sorry. It. I can't. Okay. I can't vouch for this one. All right. <laughs> well i tried what else did you like what other sketches did you like um there was a sketch um that was in there called uh big clit energy oh okay. that was funny um and it's like a black lady sketch show in that like the um sketches are sandwiched in between like a larger storyline with the the um characters so like they move into this house like a real world setting oh and yeah. Then mm-hmm. yeah they interact with one another there mm-hmm. and then it jumps from sketch to sketch mm-hmm. yeah so each um episode has a theme or whatever i thought i thought it was cute okay um, well it's on netflix if you guys want to binge it over the holiday season it's there yeah it's only like 
eight episodes, 20 minutes. I, Y'all, I went through those things so quickly. Do you think they'll get picked up for season two? Okay, no. All right, guys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that means no. But, okay, so I also don't think that this show got a lot of promo. You don't think so? I saw I saw a lot of promo for at least online. Online, I saw it online because um, I knew I was waiting for it to come out, and I've seen like little clips about it or something like that. Um, and so when I saw it on Netflix, I was like, "Cool, let's check it out." And oh no, don't check it out. <laughs> oh my god, no, check it out, y'all. Gosh, <sighs> that's it for me. All right, guys. Um, so something that I um been meaning to talk about, and mm-hmm. we haven't had a chance to, and. I just I'm binge watching now is the Godfather of Harlem. Oh no, I want to I want to watch it over the break. Okay. All I've right. heard it's been I've heard it's really good. There are several shows that I realized that we missed out on talking missed. about. Yes. Yes, we did. And I wanted to like kind of um when we come back from the break talk okay. about them uh, cuz I wanted to binge them. Cool. So we'll do the Godfather of Harlem when we come back yes. and we'll do the Watchmen when we come back cuz that was another one. Okay. So that- you want to talk about the Watchmen even though it's not created by black people wow okay <laughs> but it's starring regina king though. it's starring regina king yeah yeah oh my gosh absolutely her them two together <sighs> they were so good and why watchman is so good and i think even if you're not a fan of comics or you have yeah, because I'm not a fan of comics, and I'm into it. And it's because of where the story, the mm-hmm. showrunners took the story. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's interesting yeah. to black people. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it uh, a lot. Regina King is GOAT. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Bigger ups all day. So, I guess we can talk about Watchmen as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let, let's Watchmen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love Yaya. She's just everything. Um, well, I mean, since we're not going to talk about that, let's talk about some of our favorite movies slash content of 2019 Okay, that we, um, kind of saw movies. So let's just give a rundown of what we kind of did this year. Okay. Um, cause I had to go back and look, um, <laughs> we did a lot. So we had us, um, Shaft, What Men Want, See You Yesterday, The Intruder, Dolomite, um, Dolomite Is My Name, um, Joanna, I think I said it tonight, right? Juana. No, Wa- sorry, Juanita. Oh God, Juanita. Juanita. Yeah, Juanita on Netflix with um, uh, Alfred Whitaker. Oh, see how forgettable that was. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because you reviewed it, you watched it. I meant to. I didn't have a chance. Juana. I was about to Juana. I was like, wait a minute. Juana man came back out. Juanita. Okay. Um, we did Queen of Slim. We did um. Gavaga Island. Did I pronounce that right? With the Guava Island. Guala Guala Island. Guava. Guava Island. Like guava juice? No. Um <laughs> we have Native Sun. We have Harriet. <laughs> Don't let go. Um, in a history of black horror in two thousand nine, the American documentary. So what was some of your favorites? Some of my favorites, I would have to say Queen of Slim is at the top, of course. Um, and See You Yesterday, that, that's one of my favorites um, yes. still to this day. Um, and Us was pretty, Us was good because of the thought-provoking um, messages behind mm-hmm. it. And even still, me and Corey watched it the other night, and um, I'm still talking about, yeah. like, I think it's better the second part. time around. Yeah, yeah. And I, I come up with my theories with it, but that's a whole nother thing. But I would love for Jordan Peele to come out with a release, another release of Us, where he is narrating throughout the whole film and talking about each scene and why he did what. Like a director's cut. Yes. Mm-hmm. In theaters, though. I don't... Oh, no, girl. You tripping now. Oh, I would go see it. I would go see it in theaters just to sit and... Well, see, that that's a fan geek type shit. I was about to say, so yeah, you gonna go see this, yes. but you don't want to go see Astronomy Club. No! No, <laughs> I don't. I do not. Absolutely not. Okay. Um. Oh, and a black lady, your show. A black, a black lady, lady sketch show. show. I mean, that you was know, one of that my was, top faves. Oh, of 2019, the whole year. That yes. was one of, okay. Yes. That I, want, was I wanted to love it, but I just couldn't. Queen, Queen, um, Queen of Slim. Mm-hmm. Queen Sugar. 
this season. Oh, I still am one not of my caught top up faves. at all. Oh, I want to get back into that. I wouldn't say that Us is one of my top faves. No. Um, but definitely, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Little. Did that come out this year? Did it? I don't know. I think that was, let me double check. Maybe that way. was last year? Maybe. because mm. it's on. But it's on HBO right now. Right. Okay. So maybe <clears throat> maybe not this year. Mm. Um. What else? Oh yeah, it did come out this year. Yeah. Okay. Little. So yeah, yeah, little was one of my faves. Um. Yeah, I'll put that on my list too. Little. Yeah, I love that. It was hilarious. I'm trying to think of what else I thought was really good. What else did you like and watch this year, Brittany? So um, much content. It's so much. It's a lot. I mean, like like we said, we missed a lot of shows that we never we, we haven't did. reviewed. Because um, on top of that, I wanted to see um, a Godfather in Harlem. Yeah, that okay. That is on my top fave. Like that is definitely on the freaking okay. list. And so that man that, that played Malcolm X, Jesus Lord. <laughs> And um, Dave Makes Man, which is on OWN. I heard that was really good. And so I wanted to watch. I wanted to kind of. Um, I'm sorry. What is it? Dave Makes Man. Dave Makes Man. Yes. It's <clears> an <throat> OWN show that um, I very much intended to watch. And, and because OWN, OWN is not good with their own demand services. Like you can't go back and binge any of their stuff. Neither is um, BT Plus. Yeah, so it's like... A lot of the content that they said there was going to be on that app is not on that damn app. No. Um, so, okay, speaking of, one of our favorites is Bigger. Oh, yes, Bigger. Mm-hmm. Bigger, absolutely. Of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. You may have to cut into something. That's fine. Cut these breaks out, because I'm going to... I'm going I'm to look... Oh, your boy Michael B. Jordan is producing that one. No wonder why you like it, what Dave makes man? David makes man. I have not seen it. Oh well, your boy's a part of it. <laughs> Even more. Speaking <laughs> of, do you know he's uh, filming a show um, in DC? A uh, filming a movie in DC tomorrow. So, are you going to be on set? Okay, and so <laughs> don't you know me? <laughs> so that's what that means. <laughs> don't you think I will be there? <laughs> Like fuck work. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, I will be trying to see what I can get. Um, I thought I just seen like an article about the best movies. They are jamming. Next okay. Curtis picture of what's one called? Oh, the Wu Tang American Saga was good too. Actually, that's a good series. That was okay. I mean, I didn't go back and watch it, but I mean, I think like the overall like look of it and feel was pretty good. I didn't finish watching it. I need to finish watching <clears throat> it. Um, I'll be interested to see how you're gonna cut this this last part best because mm. I know I saw a list of all this stuff that came out. Hmm, maybe not. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's all I can I can think. Okay. Let me hit the ghouls one more time. Okay. I'll give it a few more minutes. That's uh twenty nineteen. Ooh, not twenty twenty nine. Black. I mean, really? I wanna go next door and dance. <laughs> Are they not? Hmm. I know. I know. I'm ready. Okay. Hold on, wait. I feel like the music just got louder. <laughs> it was like, let me hit y'all with this. The best, the best black movies. No. Black TV. Okay. No. Let's go with 39. Okay. I also, black content, I also um, like the last black man in San Francisco. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's one. What happened to my list? Claws this season. 
of course, blackish. Um, I actually just saw somebody on my Facebook that said blackish is the worst TV show they ever seen. What kind of blasphemy is that? <laughs> I and I wanted to ask like, where did that come from, or why do you feel that way? But I left it alone. I was like, I'm not engaging. I don't it's want the to. worst. Are they are they, are they confused with mixed worse? <laughs> Uh, right <laughs> right <laughs> i really wanted to know because blackish like i didn't like the first couple episodes um so i didn't watch like for a while but then after you know it got warmed up i think it's an amazing show i love blackish okay um there's actually a uh, uh, reddit Type of thing, the intruder. What is the intruder? The intruders with Megan Good and um, I've never seen that. It's out on um, what is it on? It's either on Stars. I think it's on Stars. I just watched it again the other day because Corey's Corey didn't go with me to the movies to go see that one, and um, he was he was just yelling at the screen the whole damn time. (laughs) It was it was I liked it though. I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't one of my faves, but it was a good movie. Okay, um, I think we pretty much covered it covered it yeah i mean what's what's interesting is um that there's only about five black movies that actually came out in theaters like big like theatrical debuts yeah, theatrical debuts maybe i may be 10 all together hmm. which i found very interesting um and i'm pretty sure there were some films that we didn't even talk about that came out that um we didn't even review but um, I just found as I was just listing like some of the movies, top movies of 2019 that were predominantly black cast and, you know, written and directed by black people. There's really only a handful. Okay. Which is, yeah, when you think about it and you write it down, it's like, wow, that's it compared to all the plethora of other movies that come out in theaters every day or every week. Um, well, they're all on other content. I mean, we have other competition like netflix amazon these streaming um giants are right are kind of but i would love to see an animated film um that has a predominantly black um family in theaters like a frozen for black people well not really a frozen for black people but you get what i'm saying like a frozen kind of thing (sighs) don't hold your breath i know but wouldn't that be fantastic though you know, to have something around the... Ho- well, not, it doesn't even have to be the holidays. Just have, like, an animated series that's just, like... I heard Soul Man. Well, actually, Soul is a movie. Soul. Soul, Soul something with Jamie Foxx is going to be oh, on Pixar. Uh, Pixar. Mm-hmm. Pixar is doing a movie about that. But, um, yeah. They gave y'all Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. They did. I want more. Okay. I want more. And it's... <laughs> I want more. That's okay. all. Okay. That is all. Well, Okay. Um, 2019 was a good year. It was. So I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you look forward to? What are you looking forward to as regarding content for 2020, if anything? Hmm. Um, because me personally, I can't think of really anything that's coming, but I just hope that, um... Well, we got the Josephine Baker. No, I'm just playing. Girl, bye. <laughs> Don't nobody want that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, looking forward to 2020. I I don't have anything in particular, but I would very much like to continue to see um um more content mm-hmm. on the streaming giants. Um, and what I'm also going to do is kind of focus a lot more of my attention on some of the um, independent movies like yeah. there are a lot of small mm-hmm. independent movies on amazon um yeah like i've watched a couple of them i'm not saying that they are great but there are content creators out there mm-hmm. um, and some of them are, pr- are pretty decent mm-hmm. so even um watching some more independent um um, films on these streaming sites and even the ones like um the black owned content streaming sites watching more of that so that's what i'm personally looking forward to more in 2020 nice um yeah anything with michael b jordan i'm here for as we know (laughs) (laughs) and that's pretty much about it 
Um, one thing that I'm hoping to bring more to the show is more um, spotlights on um, local, not even local artists, just artists in general, kind of like he said, independent filmmakers. Yes. Um, so I want to be able to bring them on for interviews yes. also. Because that's mm-hmm. normally what we do is that we uh-huh. spotlight someone and then we bring them in the next season for interviews, etc. So um, now that we have a break and we have a little breather, um, guys, this is going to be our break until next year, um, probably February sometime when we'll come back. Um, but, um, it, it, we need this break because one, one, we're creators and we need time off to kind of breathe. And two, it'll give us time to kind of think of new concepts and new ideas of what mm-hmm. we want to bring to the show, how to make it bigger, better. And take it even further. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of the things I'm going to try to do is start reaching out to people even more to get um, interviews for the show so we can get those guys on or ladies um, onto the show more. Yeah. I mean, we're moving into another decade. We and are. So I'm excited for everyone mm-hmm. going into this new year. And we hope you guys have a happy safe mm-hmm. holiday. Merry yes. Christmas. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy mm-hmm. Hanukkah. Yes. And happy New Year. And happy holidays in general. <laughs> Absolutely, guys. And, um, yeah, like we said, uh, we'll be back. Um, you can definitely listen to some of our older episodes if you miss us. You know, Check there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. To. Absolutely. Um, just go back and listen to the episodes you haven't listened to and catch up. So you kind of know where we get our kookiness from and some of the <laughs> things that we say on the show, like where all that stuff goes from. You'll figure it out in some of the older episodes. <laughs> How we got here. Um, um, but yeah, but it's been a pleasure working with you this year, Brittany. I oh, appreciate you all of your hard work Thank and your energy that she brings to the show all of your knowledge um it's been well appreciated and um you're just a joy to work with oh (laughs) you are making my heart smile thank you Antoinette I I feel I feel the same way um I enjoy doing this Mm -hmm. and um, like you say we have full-time jobs we do other things Um, we have a a life outside of this but it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like work because yeah we love content yes we do we love watching all of this stuff mm-hmm. and um we genuinely we may crack on some people yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we genuinely love black people and Absolutely. we are champions for creating our own stuff and showcasing it and distributing it and yeah. um, being it for us absolutely so, huge advocates for definitely black yeah. everything as far as our content things like that of that nature so when we do make um our opinions or just say things it's it's, it's out of love um for sure, for sure um we definitely critique to for people to get better also um to right. you know and and who else would you want critiquing our content besides us, right? Right. Exactly. So let it come from your own community, and we know so we're able to build each other up and make it better, um, and learn from each other and grow. Right. Um, it's all from love. It's all love. All love. Okay. Well, follow us on our social media platforms. We're at Black and Behind the Scenes. Questions, comments, concerns. You can mm-hmm. email us at Black and Behind the Scenes at Gmail. Dot com and into 2020 yes. we'll see y'all next year see you next year bye i'm guys. Brittany and, and i'm Antoinette see you great <laughs> <laughs>